Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is the World of Sports podcast. It has been a while uh, since we've done one of these. We've been focusing more on the YouTube channel lately, but we're gonna we're gonna jump into some podcasting now uh, as we move into the later part of the NFL season, and uh, that is what we're gonna be talking about today. So the NFL, you know, there's there's been a lot of people, I think, um, especially you know people who aren't as educated. Uh, as far as football goes, a lot of people though saying that this it's it, it has been a really crazy NFL this year. I mean, gosh, look at all the upsets. Look, look at the blowouts, and you know it's so unpredictable. You know that's that's kind of been um, the common the common saying is that the oh well the NFL is it's it's so unpredictable this year. Nobody 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 knows what's going to happen, and I think that's true on a week by week basis. Um, for for instance, you know, look at the look at the games last week. Dolphins Dolphins beat the Ravens. You know, the Giants uh, beating who they beat? They beat the, the Giants beat the Raiders. The Washington Football Team beat the Bucks. So, you know, there's a lot of upsets every week. And I, but I think there's I think you can there's reasons why. I think part of it is that a lot of these good teams, uh, these good young teams, like you know, for instance, the Bills, um, the Bengals. The Chargers, oh, the Chargers certainly fall into this category. Uh, the Cardinals with Cliff Kingsbury, uh, even the Packers. A lot of these good young teams have young coaches as well, and so every so often you're going to get a time when a young coach with a great team goes up against a veteran coach with an average team, such as a Mike Tomlin, who has a terrible Steelers team at five and three. Or uh, you know, uh, let's think of some other examples to, to fit into this. I mean, there's not a ton of other examples really because Pete Carroll's Seahawks are terrible. Bill Belichick seems to have figured the Patriots out. Um, or, or here's another example, like Mike Zimmer on the Vikings. You know, some of these veteran coaches with kind of below-average teams, they can pull off the upsets every once in a while because these good young coaches on these good young teams, I think they get a little too full of themselves. And I think that's a part of it. But I also think part of it is just that you know, the NFL is so player-dominated now, it's much less of a which team is the best, and it's much more of a which player is the best. And I think, you know, right now in the NFL, if if your team's five or six best players aren't gelling, it's going to be tough to win the game, no matter how good the rest of the team is, you know? And that's kind of just how it's become. And there are still some teams that win as a team, but most teams now win as players. Uh, they win behind their stars, and they lose because of their stars, right? That's pretty much what the NFL has, has turned into, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think that can also be a partial... Uh, partially part of the reason why it's so unpredictable on a week by week basis of which which who's going to win and who's going to lose because early in the season when all the stars are playing well it's the same teams every single week they win they win they win and then you know the stars but then they, the players start to get tired you know uh, and if if your quarterback's getting injured as far as the Cardinals uh, that's been their situation the Packers lost Aaron Rodgers to COVID you know things happen. And then you start to drop games because you're so star-reliant. And, you know, that's one of the things that really sets the Titans apart for me is that they're not star-reliant. They are winning as a team. And, you know, as much as as much as much I hate them, the Steelers the same way. The Steelers win as a team when they do win. They are not relying on any real stars uh, except for T.J. Watt. But other than him, I mean, this is... They're, they win together, and the same goes with New England. New England wins together. That's my main. That's my biggest worry about most of these NFC teams. The Rams are just so finesse with, you know, their offense is just you know, 
their offense is so reliant upon three players, uh, which is Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford, and Robert Woods, who's now out for the season. You know, I don't know how much how, they need OBJ to fill that role and quickly. Same goes with the Cowboys. You know, their offense is so reliant upon Zeke, Dak, Amari, and CD Lamb. I mean, what? Uh, their O-line has gotten worse right now. They're still winning games, but we saw what happened when Dak and Zeke have bad football games. That was against the Broncos. They didn't stand a chance. So, I mean, that's that's a lot of what we're seeing in the NFL, I think, is that teams are now much more heavily reliant upon using using their stars to finesse the other team's stars. And, and it's much less about scheme, and it's much less about coaching, and it's much less uh, about how good the the, the team is because the backups don't play as much anymore you know uh, the schemes don't really matter as much even the coaching doesn't really matter as much I know I, I know I did mention coaching as a reason so there's there's a lot of reasons though why the NFL is becoming so unpredictable on a weekly basis but I think we're losing focus of the main point which is that yeah the NFL is unpredictable on a weekly basis but as a season, as the season goes, it's more predictable than ever. I mean, look at look at today who's in the playoffs. Look at the NFC. Cardinals, everyone, uh, not everyone picked the Cardinals. A lot of, about half the country picked the Cardinals to make the playoffs. I did. Cardinals are in. Rams are in. Everybody thought they'd be in it. The Bucks are in. Everyone thought the Bucks. The Cowboys are in. Most people thought the Cowboys would be a playoff team. I think people underrated them as a playoff team, but most people had them winning the division than they are. And the Packers. So, you know, five out of those seven playoff teams are pretty much teams that everybody expected. Four of them everyone expected. The Cardinals, most people did. The only ones I'm the only ones I'm the only ones I missed on was Carolina and New Orleans. I I went with San Francisco and Seattle. Clearly I missed on Seattle. San Francisco's only half a game out. They could still easily make it. And New Orleans, who I had finishing a game back, uh, and it looks like they might be beginning to struggle without uh, without Jameis Winston, but it, it looks like, for the most part, I only slightly underrated the Saints at the beginning of the season, and I slightly overrated the Niners, but, you know, it's not terrible, you know, that's not terrible, I, I feel like it did pretty well overall for the NFC, and look at the AFC, who's in the playoffs in the AFC, the Chiefs, everyone picked that, Chargers, most people, including myself, Bills, everybody picked. The Titans, everybody picked. The Ravens, everybody picked. So again, it's really only up to the, those last two teams. Uh, I missed on the, those two wildcard teams, right? Steelers and Patriots. I had the Dolphins, who I'll admit, I, I I pretty vastly overrated the Dolphins. I thought they would win their division. Clearly, I missed on them. But, you know, besides the Dolphins, uh, my other playoff pick was, uh, was the Browns, and the Browns are only a half a game behind. Uh, they're only a half a game behind both. Well, actually, I guess they're a full game behind the Steelers, but they're only a half a game behind the Chargers, so they're, they're still right in the mix. And, you know, before the season, I had the Steelers finishing a game behind the Browns. So, really, I'm not too mad about that pick either. That could have gone either way. It's really So, it's really just two teams that I truly missed on was the Dolphins and the Seahawks. And the only teams that I'm honestly surprised uh, are in the playoffs right now is, is Carolina, because I was shocked about Carolina. And I'm... I'm more or less surprised that New England has has worked so well so quickly. I thought they would not get hot till the end of the season. They got hot pretty early on and haven't really cooled off yet. So you know, in re- in reality, though, I feel like the NFL as a season has gone has been very predictable, and not only for the playoffs. I mean, 
look at who's in the MVP race. Who's who are the top two MVP candidates right now? Oh, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. What a shocker! What a, I told you, I told you before the season, who are the top two quarterbacks? Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. Who are the top two court? Who are the, who is in the MVP race? Who's currently leading the MVP race right now? Oh, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. What a what a shocker! Who did I say? is going to be the future of the NFL at the quarterback position. I said Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert. Who's in the MVP race? Kyler Murray was, but until he got injured. Justin Herbert, until last week, he was in the MVP race as well. I don't think he is right at this moment because he got shut down by the Vikings, and they're, they have a pretty average defense. They shut him down pretty well. So at right now, he's not, but he was for a good while. Who did I say was my favorite dark horse pick to win the MVP? Dak Prescott, who's in the MVP race? Oh, Dak Prescott, number one rated foot, number one rated uh, quarterback by Pro Football Reference. Who did the media? Who did everybody else in the media say was going to be an MVP candidate? I didn't say, so I'll admit I missed on Stafford. But the entire rest of the media were correct. Stafford's an MVP candidate, so you know, everyone you'd expect is an MVP candidate. Lamar's having a resurgence. Who said he'd have a resurgence? I certainly did. Uh, I, I I was a little bit off on Josh Allen. I. I didn't expect him to be as good. I think he's done better than I thought this year. The only big miss, though, is Russell Wilson not being an MVP candidate, and that's because he got injured. So, I mean, really, what can you what can you really say? The NFL, on a week-by-week basis, incredibly difficult to predict. As a season, easier than ever. I mean, it's easier than ever. There, and, and considering that a lot of people did predict the Panthers and the Patriots to be playoff teams, there's really not a whole lot of shockers right now. I mean, the Bengals look like they could shock everybody early, but now they're falling back into the hunt. So at this stage in the NFL, it is truly, I mean, it is truly the most predictable sport. Baseball, very unpredictable, very wild. Not only on any given night, but in the season, I mean, this year, the Braves winning the Super, the Braves winning the World Series, that was incredibly shocking. But even look at the playoff teams and who did and didn't make it. I mean, the Giants in the playoffs, nobody picked that. Uh, most people thought that Milwaukee was falling off a cliff. Most people thought the Cardinals were the best team in their division. The Cardinals had to rely on a 17-game winning streak at the end of the season just to make the wild card. Uh, meanwhile, Brewers win their division easy. Uh, the Padres, by the way. Missing the playoffs, shocker. So I mean, the, the MLB very, has become very, very unpredictable. The NBA even is becoming unpredict has become more unpredictable, especially especially right now. I mean, most of these great teams, Lakers barely over 500, Bucks are under 500, uh, Warriors best team in the league. I mean, it's it's crazy how the NBA season is playing out right now. But in the NFL, things are just as predictable as ever. Because in the end, we know who the best players are, we know who the best coaches are, we know where the best teams are, it's not that hard to predict, it's really not. And you know, what What I have been what I've been completely ruined for saying the Panthers or the Patriots would be wildcard teams this year, I don't think I would've. I don't think, I, so really my two, the two teams that I didn't really expect was the Panthers and the Patriots. Those are the only two non-contenders that are currently in the playoffs. And the only two teams that aren't contending that I thought would be in the playoffs are the Dolphins, who was, which was a controversial pick, I'll admit, because I think I really, really overhyped Tua, and I really, really overhyped Brian Flores, and I really, really overhyped their defense. 
And the Seahawks, who at this point, I think it's, well, uh, it's hard to blame it on injuries at this point. So I'll, I'll say I missed on, I missed on two teams, neither of which, one of which was controversial. So, so it's really Seattle's the only, the only team that everybody missed on. Everybody missed on Seattle. And now people are trying to people are trying to cover it up, but everybody knows we all missed on Seattle. That's fine. That happens sometimes. But that's one team. The MLB. There's about three teams that everybody thought was going to be in the playoffs and didn't. There's about three teams, three or four teams that nobody really saw this one coming. Giants, Cardinals, Brewers. Cardinals win 17. You know, Braves win. Braves win the World Series at eight, with 88 wins. Nobody saw that. Nobody saw any of those things coming. MLB. Completely shocking. NFL, very, very calm. Very, very, week by week, nobody knows what's going to happen. Don't bet on the NFL short term. Bet on the long term. Let's talk about the MVP race for a second, by the way, in the in the uh, NFL. It's a wide open race. I'm going to be honest. I think there's about nine guys who, who have a legitimate shot at it. And the problem is none of them really have momentum right now. I mean, think about it. Out of, out of all the MVP candidates... Five of them lost last week. Half of them, half of the MVP candidates lost last week. Three of them have lost two in a row, right? Brady's lost two in a row. He's still, I think, the best quarterback right now in the NFL, but he's lost two in a row. Stafford lost two in a row. And Derek Carr, who a lot of people thought was going to... He was climbing into the MVP race. Suddenly, he's lost two in a row without his coach. And not to mention, Lamar lost last week and looked terrible. So he's definitely trending downwards. Um, and and Justin Herbert lost last week. Not only that, Herbert's lost three out of four. Lamar's lost two out of his last three. So they are both trending down as well. So you've got five MVP candidates that are trending down. How about the rest of them? Well, Aaron Rodgers won, but he played bad, and he's coming off of a COVID controversy. That's not going to help his case. And who else won? Well, Dak Prescott won, but that's after getting killed by the Broncos and being injured and having a bye. So he doesn't really have a ton of momentum. The Falcons game is going to help him with momentum, but as of now, he doesn't have a ton of momentum. Um, and then you've got... Then you've got... <clears throat> excuse me, now I'm forgetting. Well, then you got Kyler Murray. He's injured. Um, lost the last two. Josh Allen who did win a blowout last week, but he's also very inconsistent. Very inconsistent. Because Allen will have one great game and one bad game. And then it's Mahomes, who started off who started off great, went through about four weeks of playing very, very bad football, and now seems to have regained his form. So I think there's 10 guys legitimately who have a shot still at the MVP. I don't know. Maybe, maybe take Derek Carr out of there. And maybe you could, but you can honestly replace him with Ryan Tannehill because Tannehill's won six in a row, playing very mediocre football, but his team is really good. So that could that could get him in the conversation as well. So I mean, there's really about you could even say yeah, you could say about there's about eleven guys right now who still have a shot at winning that MVP award, and none of them really have a ton of momentum because Tannehill, as good as his team is, is very very much an average player. He's he's very much he's a mediocre he's he's been he's been better than average this year but he he's pretty much been mediocre. He plays mediocre in his in the games and they win. Um, like I said, Brady's lost all his momentum. Uh, Dak and Josh Allen both won blowouts, 
but neither I think Dak would I could I, I will I'll give Dak some momentum right now, but I don't think he has as much as the quarterback who's won three in a row. The quarterback who for a while people were bashing, but he's won three in a row. He seems to have regained his form. He won the MVP before. Been in the Super Bowl twice. Patrick Mahomes right now, he's not the best quarterback in the NFL. That goes to Brady, and I think probably number two is Stafford at this point, but it's close. But Brady and Stafford are trending down, and who's trending up? It's Patrick Mahomes. I think I think Patrick Mahomes has a very, very good chance right now of being the NFL MVP for his second time in his, in his career. Wouldn't be a shocker, and I think the Chiefs, we're going to see him against the Cowboys this week. But I love the Chiefs in that game. I think the Chiefs are going to make a run here. They're going to, they're not going to lose many more. They might lose only one more game all season. I think the Chiefs could be could be going to a Super Bowl. They looked damn good against the Raiders. And everybody and the people who don't like the Chiefs are saying, "Well, well, it was against the Raiders. The Raiders lose all the time." Oh, an interim head coach. Oh, it's Derek Carr. It's, it's the def- Their defense isn't good. I don't really want to hear it. Because two weeks ago, we were talking about the Raiders as the number two seed in the AFC. We were talking about the Raiders as potentially breaking out. We were talking about their defense as being not too bad, and we were talking about Derek Carr as an MVP candidate, so I don't really want to hear the, oh, it was against the Raiders, because two weeks ago, we all acknowledged the Raiders are good, so I don't, I think that was a very, very impressive win for the Chiefs, and as much as I wish that they weren't the best team in the NFL, right now, I think the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL, and Patrick Mahomes is going to be the MVP.